Hey everybody, welcome back to the Castle of Draw Sessions. This is episode 10 of season 2. We made it. <laughs> kind of got cut off by just one digit last season by getting to episode 10. We got through nine episodes before I decided to call it quits for six weeks. Um, I think it was six weeks, four to six weeks around there. But now we are not calling it quits anytime soon as I'll get into that in, uh, later in the show. So we got a lot to talk about today. Um, and I'm trying to get it in, in hopefully an hour or less, uh, but we'll see. So, first things first, welcome back, it's been a couple weeks since the last episode. I took a week off to kind of recharge my batteries once again, because I had four tests in school all at once, so I just kind of had to get, get sucked into the books for those, and also I just needed the time to replenish after those after that many tests right after one another so we're back now very happy to be back and we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff today uh yesterday there were new episodes i'm recording these this episode the day of the new episodes because i'm getting ahead for the first time on videos in like two months um probably by the time you see this i'll be ahead till thursday on videos uh possibly later but i'm very happy to finally be able to get ahead on videos so, yeah, a few uh, housekeeping updates real fast. Uh, there's new logo on the channel, new thumbnails, new everything. I read it everything to kind of, to kind of, uh, what I guess the best word is to stand out, kind of make my channel that of which will stand out to others, or from others rather, because I kind of just had a run-of-the-mill setup, but now we have our own little community over here, so I felt it's time to branch out and build my own graphic style, and I'm very happy with what we've got. Uh, everything has been changed over. I'm feeling radio has its own graphics. Um, the gaming videos have their own graphics. They had them from the beginning. <laughs> Funny. And then we have our animation slash rooms videos with their own graphics now. Which is amazing. Uh, and then overall a new logo. A uh, very big S. And then new graphics at the top of the channel. And of course a new schedule. Um, I'm going to have to stop recording here in a second. Because my monitor that I use to kind of look at all this stuff is acting up. Uh, it's kind of... I think he's gotten unplugged a little bit or something. We'll figure it out. Uh, but the way it's going to work is... I have three main sets of content, uh, main, main, main states for my channel. Uh, we have the music stuff, which is a feeling radio, which comes out Mondays and Thursdays. That's not changing anytime soon. People have kind of gotten used to it. I'm not going to change that for now. Um, Tuesdays and Fridays will be rooms content. Currently, the pony, that's pony stuff and the from the beginning stuff. Wednesdays and Saturdays are the gaming videos. Right now, I'm playing Tropico 6 in the Wednesday slot. And Pathfinder Kingmaker in the Saturday slot. And that will change very quickly because I'm almost done with this Tropico mission. That will change very, very quickly. And Sunday will stay as Castle of Chaw Sessions. Um, with plenty of new content coming. And we'll get into that in just a minute. So I'll be back. We'll be talking about our first topic which is the Loud House live action holiday movie. And Casa Grande Season 2. So I'll be back in just a minute. Alright, we're back, and we're going to talk about the big elephant in the room right now, bigger than normal, and that is the Casa Grande is being renewed for Season 2. 
on Wednesday morning, Deadline and Hollywood Reporter released articles basically confirming everything we've wanted uh, as Casagrande's fans, which is the renewal of the, se- the second season. Well, we kind of saw it coming with how the, the ratings have been mostly. Uh, there have been a few a few snubs, but I think overall the ratings have been quite good for a show that just started. And we'll get to that in a minute, too. Uh, so, I'll read you the Deadline article real quick, because it has more information. Are you afraid of the dark? All that top elf blues clues to Casa Grande's and Paw Patrol among slew of Nickelodeon renewals. So, they've renewed that. They've renewed the Casa Grande's, that's what we've wanted. Uh, and it says this, the synopsis, Ronnie Ann and her multi-generational Mexican-American family are back for more love, laughter, and adventures in the big city. Premiering this fall... So a lot sooner than we typically expect because we're just now through, well, halfway through season one. Uh, yesterday's episodes will be the halfway point, if I'm if my calculations are correct. Uh, we're halfway through the first season. Uh, the Casa Grande family members will find themselves in a variety of situations, including become a, becoming a viral sensation, searching for Pancho Villa's Lost Gold, celebrating Las Posadas, and more. So... Plenty of upcoming things. Uh, the big thing there is a holiday episode. A holiday? Uh, a holiday episode. And I feel like that's going to be a pretty amazing episode. Uh, just based off of what we've got so far. I'm very excited for that one. Uh, and then plenty more stuff. The viral sensation thing I'm very interested to see. Uh, because Carlota already has the whole makeup thing that she's apparently very big in. Uh, in terms of following. Uh, I've never seen the numbers. They've probably been on screen, and I really haven't been paying attention. But they definitely might have a thing there. Sid and Ronnie Ann both might have a thing there, if this is even referring to Ronnie Ann. Uh, But yeah, season two got renewed. Uh, Just like season one, it it is 20 episodes. Uh, So 20 half-hour-long episodes in total. So that would be 40 11 minutes if they do that many. Uh, but obviously they're doing half-hour specials, so a few of those in the mix as well. All the crossovers, I feel, will be within TLH, uh, but we'll see. Because we've had Horoscope in the Casa Grande, so, I mean, we'll see. So, yeah, let's get on to the next thing, which is the bigger surprise. Um... And that is, I, I had to kind of find it real quick. That is the fact that they're making a Loud House live-action movie. It says on, I'm reading The Hollywood Reporter now, a live-action holiday movie based on the long-running animated series will find Lincoln Loud gearing up for the ultimate Christmas, only to find most, most of his ten sisters have plans to be elsewhere. Lincoln and his best friend Clyde go on a mission to sabotage their plans and preserve the family's holiday tradition. Casting is underway, with production set for a summer and a holiday season premiere. So they're kind of, one, doing this very quickly. And I just went on, um... Hmm. Um. I just kind of went on Google. I'm going to go on their IMDB and see if they haven't even... If they haven't, um... Casted Lincoln. I heard something about that they had casted Lincoln. A very loud Christmas, yeah. 
I feel like that they had casted Lincoln. It's not on here. We will see. We will definitely see. I personally am not that excited for it. Per honestly. They have not. Okay, they haven't casted Lincoln. I don't know where I saw that, but. I don't think that they've casted Lincoln yet, or casted anyone for that matter. We'll see. But honestly, I don't really have that much excitement for this film. Because, one, it, yeah, I mean, Kings of the Con had Lincoln sabotaging his sister's role-playing or cosplaying thing. But, honestly, the whole plot point doesn't seem too much like Lincoln. And, obviously, you have those ca those caveats that None of these characters were inherently made for live action. And I can give you a couple of examples right off the bat. Lincoln, a kid with white hair. Fully white hair. Uh, genetic disorder that's very rare. Uh, the kids are born with white hair. Um, it's not really something that you find in the real world that much. And it's going to be hard to kind of get that. For, uh, for Lincoln. Uh, they're going to have to probably put a kid in a white wig. That's probably the the most... E the easy way out for this. I don't think that that's possible. You got Lisa, who's a four-year-old child prodigy speaking more better, bigger words than even I can speak at the age of 19. So, I mean, you got Lisa. Uh, you've got Lenny... Uh, who's dumb as a doorknob, or dumb as a rock? Not dead as that's dead as a doorknob. <laughs> uh, but dumb as a rock. Uh, but you can act that way. You can act. I mean, that's a voice actor, uh, so you can get around that one. But it's still not as easy to do, and it's not as believable in a live action setting. So. I'm not really, to, to end that point, I'm not very excited for it. And I'm, I want to be optimistic. I really do. But it's not really in the cards for me to be excited for it. I'm intrigued. I'll give it a shot. I'll watch it. It's going to be a TV movie, so I'll definitely watch it. But I'm very not excited for it. We'll see. Uh... But the excitement here, we have the Loud House little animated movie coming out in 2021 on Netflix. So I think that that will be a better representation for the Loud House true fans. Um, but I feel like it was inevitable, uh, before I get off this point, I feel like it was inevitable that we were going to get a live action TLH movie. Because Li Loud House has made Nickelodeon a lot of that money. So, I mean, you saw Spongebob has gotten two. The, the one that came out in 2019... Was actually very good. I give it that. It was very good. Uh, with the characters being. Or the people who play their characters being part of it. But I mean. I, I feel like it was very good. I would go back and watch that in a heartbeat. The Fairly Odd Parents got a trilogy with Drake Bell. Those. For my nine year old brain. Were good. I haven't seen them in like eight to ten years. So I mean. I might go back and watch them. I don't know. But. Those those were okay. I'll give them an okay because they had Drake Bell in them. I like him as an actor, actor. But um, yeah. Overall, I'm not that excited for the Lighthouse movie. Uh, but 
I could be sorely proven wrong. And I would love to be proven wrong. So, yeah. That is the big thing there. We're going to take a short break and then we'll be back with more here on the Castle Lab Trail Sessions. Alright, we're back and we got more to talk about. I said in an earlier uh, tweet from February 10th that I was going to talk about the Familiar Sounds episode. I've decided to kind of push that off because we got a couple more things I want to talk about today that we're, are probably going to fill up time. Uh, so we aren't going to talk about that today, but I promise we'll get to that eventually because we got plenty more time in this season to talk about them now. So we got, we're only halfway through season one of the TV show, so we got plenty of time to talk about them. So I'll get back to those at a later date. So we just got through uh, Game Over, or Game Off, is it? Game Off? Yeah, Game Off. Uh, we got through that one uh, about a few, three weeks ago. And overall, it was a very good episode. I want to talk about that one for a minute, because I didn't get to talk about that in my in-depth lookout on Deep Cuts. If you want to go watch that, go check the uh, Rooms playlist at the end of the video. Uh, it'll be in there. But anyway, I digress. Let's keep going. Um, so the plot is desperate to play Lincoln's trash-themed video game. Lana conspires to distract her brother away from the console. So, basically it's about Lana trying to play Lincoln's game because she's obsessed with trash. We, I think we all know that by now. She's, as Reddit would call it, not like other girls. I hate that term, but I wanted to say it for the ha-has. Um, basically she... Manages to get Lincoln away uh, at night, and she screws up his game. <laughs> Dies and gets back to the beginning. So she conspires to to get Lincoln out of the house for a few hours, and that's what happens when Lucy manages to get him out of the house by saying we get into a zombie-themed escape room for free if we're the first, one of the first 20 customers. So they got Lincoln out of the house, and... Everything began. So they got Lynn and Lisa to help Lana get back. Lynn was the hype man. Lisa was the brains. Lana was the hands. And they got him back to basically where he was. And she died uh, right at the end there. And it was very saddening. I felt bad for her. But in the end, she did just fast up to Lincoln. And he wasn't happy, but... He got over it, and they're now cool again. So that's pretty cool. Pretty good episode. A great episode, actually. Uh, Deep Cuts was one of my favorites of the season. And right there with really loud music for one of my favorites of the show ever. Uh, so this is very exciting. We got ourselves a another uh, uh, perfect weekend in terms of what we got there. So, yeah. Overall, I gave it a great rating. Uh, I'm going to go to the 100 rating. Uh, I feel like I need to go with 100 rating now. Let me give it a 92 out of 100. 9.2. I feel like that's a good even number. Uh, because I didn't. I don't want to give it a 100 out of 100 yet. So, yeah. That's it for Game Off. Uh, I felt like it was a very strong episode. Lana got her own episode for the first time. And I don't remember how long. Uh, it's been a while. And I'm glad that she finally got an episode based around her again. Because it was great. Uh, Gray Griffin plays a great little kid in this episode so i'm very happy that we got that one uh, available to us so then we move on to 
I think we're called up now. Uh, no, we have the 15th episodes. So we have, actually, I'll get into this because I have the page up. We have two new episodes confirmed. One being called Right and Wrong. It's going to air, we don't know when it's going to air. This is air date 2020 here. Um, and the plot is Rita tries to convince a newspaper editor, editor that her kids are perfect in order to land a parenting advice column job. Oh boy, that one's going to be pretty interesting. A Rita episode and the fact that she's calling her kids perfect. Ha, 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 ha. Funny. And then we have Perfect Gig. Perfect Gig with two R's. It's the upcoming 32nd episode of the fourth season and the 181st episode of The Loud House. And it says Luna is hired to watch the McBride family's cats when they go out of town. But the job before becomes more demanding than she imagined. So, basically we get ourselves an, uh, another Luna episode, and she's going to deal with kitty cats. So we'll see how that goes. So we got ourselves singled out, which just came out on the 15th of February, right after Valentine's Day. And as, as if we're going right from February 1st, it was another quite amazing episode. Uh, we got a Lynn episode, and she's basically seeking a boyfriend just to fit in. She doesn't like the idea of romance at this time, but she just kind of gets a boyfriend to fit in. Oh, I just unplugged my monitor. Ha! <laughs> um, I'm having some monitor troubles today. <laughs> but, um, I digress. Get my foot away from my monitor cord. Good lord. Um, what, else? what was the thing? Oh, yeah, so she got a, she got a, quote, boyfriend. They weren't really dating. Named Dexter. Who's obsessed with anime. Uh, was very much a weeb I could tell. Because of his sweatshirt that just said anime on the front of it. Filthy Frank would have had a field day with that. <laughs> Filthy Frank is a great YouTuber. He made one of my favorite. Weeaboos is one of my favorite videos. If you're of age, I recommend you go watch it. Uh, he swears a lot so I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, if you're like under 16. <laughs> I really wouldn't recommend it. But if you want to go watch it, it's not my problem if you're under 16 and you go watch it uh because that's you doing something you probably shouldn't uh but i warned you i warned you uh so lynn and dexter quote date and they both figure out that they don't want to date dexter only said yes so his friends would stop te teasing him that is quite sad because if you're teasing someone at this age for not dating you really don't need to be dating yourself uh, but anyone at the age of 13, if you ask me, doesn't really need to be dating. But they're kind of bringing it into the picture now. Which is fine, because it makes for... Because it's a fantasy universe, I don't really see as much of a problem with it in a fantasy universe than I do the real world. Because I don't see a lot of people in my, around that age dating. I know a... Meh. I don't really see many people like that dating. But I could be wrong. I may just not be with the right crowd. <laughs> uh, and singled out is quite honestly a great episode. Lynn really shines here uh, overall. And there was a LGBTQ couple. I don't really... I really support the representation, but I'm not really going to get into that. I feel like it's been talked about uh, overall enough. Uh, but there is a same-sex couple named Lainey and Elise in this episode, which was great to see, but I'm just going to kind of brush over it. 
because I felt like it did to me, need to be mentioned, but I don't want to talk about it too much. Uh, because that's not what this is about. This is about the Casa Grandes, uh, which we don't really have much more to talk about with it. Uh, we talked about the big topic. I just kind of wanted to get the big uh, episodes out of the way. But overall, singled out a great episode. It was great to see these uh, all of these couples come in and have their place under the spotlight here a little, for a little bit. And it was a great episode overall. So one final episode before we start wrapping up for today. Uh, we're going to have about a 30-minute episode today, which I think is pretty healthy. Um, Braid the Last Dance, which is about Clyde recruiting Lincoln in the game to find out if a girl he has a crush on at school feels the same way. So we finally get a Clyde love interest here, which uh, pulls off, it's pulled off actually very well. And I didn't expect it to be pulled off very well. As you know, I've been very much a skeptic for Clyde theme episodes. We've gotten three in the last, like, three months, I think. Uh, so we've gotten a lot of Clyde theme episodes that have actually been able to win me over. Uh, because the writing has been much better on these three than they have in the past. So I think he's really gotten a better character development f uh, than he did uh, even half a year ago. So he got a great character development here. We got to see everyone... That we normally see the whole squad is in this. We got Lincoln, Zach, uh, Rusty, Stella, Liam. We got everyone. It was great. So then he um, he starts out trying to get Emma. She rejects him. Saddening. She rejects him in front of everyone. And then we got. And then uh, he got to. I'm making sure I read all this right. Yeah, Emma. And then we had, uh, in the end, he got to dance with Chloe, uh, who was a great little soul. I really liked her character, and she only got like a minute on the, of screen time. But she got, she was a great character. I really give her props. And yeah, so overall, another great episode. We've had four great ones in a row. I look at this, I've seen people talk about, like, the writing is bad. The, eh, like, not really that, but the writing is, it's a very cliche topic. It's, very generic uh, plot line. Yes, maybe. But I feel like I st we got to look at Li Little Outhouse in that respect. They Generic plot lines are their bread and butter, and I realize that. So I just kind of look at it from the perspective. They're going to have... They're, they're going to have the things. They're going to have the generic plot lines. And they're going to have... We need to look at the plot line from the perspective. They're generic, yes. But how well were they executed in the terms of this universe? And I feel like the last four especially have been executed quite well. So I really enjoy them. And that's my personal opinion. You don't have to agree. But that's my personal opinion. And yeah. So that is basically all of the stuff I had to talk about today. Uh, let me go through the news channel on my Discord server. Just kind of make sure that we have... All of the stuff covered. Oh yeah, I meant to cover this earlier. Uh, Viacom revealed all of their top 10 cable shows uh, in terms of ratings for kids 2 to 11. <coughs> Excuse me. And we got ourselves great news. Number one, SpongeBob, which did not get renewed, to my surprise. Uh, number two, The Loud House. And number three, The Casa Grandes. So we got ourselves uh, into the ratings two and three this year. 
of this quarter, rather. So, very great stuff. Great work on the t to the cast and crew on that. Uh, we got more promos, which really aren't going to be relevant by the time I put this out, because I'm recording this Saturday, and it's airing today, so they don't have to be that relevant. I'm not going to talk about them then. Um, that is it. So yeah, if you enjoyed this episode of the Cosmo Loud Show Sessions, it's great to be back. Hopefully we'll be on a regular weekly schedule now. I feel like I've kind of slacked off the last month on like two episodes. Uh, I really do thank you guys for the support on this series. It has been immense how amazing this series has been doing. Like I'm brought to tears sometimes by how well this series is done. And I'm very happy at how... People are enjoying it. I never expected it to do this well. Uh, so yeah. That's going to do it for this episode. Make sure to leave a like on it. Hit that subscribe button. Turn on notifications. And I'll see you next week.